Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristian.org slash message. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, we are delighted to be able to have you join with us this weekend, and especially as we're in this series, Difference Maker. Now I want to set up what I want to share um, with us today by letting you know that the night that I received Jesus, I really didn't know what all God was doing um, in me, what God was giving to me. I'd been invited to go on a church-sponsored retreat. Now, not that I had any interest in church, didn't have any interest in Jesus, I did have interest, though, in a rather attractive young lady that happened to be going on that retreat. That evening when we gathered together, there was a speaker that got up, and he shared with us that we were all going to go to hell, and basically that it just sucked to be us. He then went on to say that if you wanted to be saved, then you needed to get up out of your seat, humiliate yourself, come down to the front, and there receive Jesus. I was in a dilemma. I can't tell you how I struggled with what was going on, with what was being said, and really that working of God that was going on in me. So eventually, I did. I got up out of my seat, and I came down to the front. Now, I think this really took the speaker off guard. And the reason I say that was, when I got to the front, I just stood there looking at him. And he looked at me. And I looked at him, and he just looked at me. And finally, he said this. He said, so what do you want? And I said to him, uh, I want to get saved, I guess. To which he said, well, then go ahead and get saved. And he turned, I kid you not, he turned and he walked away. I was left standing there at the front all by myself. Well, I thought bowing down was probably a lower profile move. So I got down on my knees and I prayed a prayer that went kind of like this. Uh, Jesus, I have no idea what getting saved means. You know, I know the sin that's in my life. I believe that you died for my sin. I believe that you, that you rose again. Can you help me? Um, by the way, this is Guy Khan over and out. As I said, um, I had no idea what was going on. A counselor had come up to me and he asked me the question afterwards. He said, um, do you know what you did there? To which I'm like, no, I'm kind of confused. And he gave me the assurance of what I had done from Scripture and what God began to do in me. Now, you remember I said at the very beginning that I really had no idea what all God was doing in me? I had no idea that God was giving to me three amazing gifts that evening. The first of the gifts that God gave me was this, the gift of eternal life. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, it's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, I kind of knew that this gift was the gift that God was extending to me that evening. I didn't know, though, that there were other gifts that came with this gift. The second gift that God was giving to me that night was the gift of the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit 
coming and indwelling me. I had no idea that this was something that was going to take place. I had no idea that the Holy Spirit would become a helper in my life. And this is such an amazing gift that Jesus tells us this. He said, it is better for you to have the Holy Spirit inside you than to have me beside you. Now think about that. When Jesus said it's better to have the Holy Spirit in us than him beside us. If it was anybody other than Jesus that said that, I would probably you know, argue against it, but that in fact was Jesus' words. And this gift is life-changing and life-giving. But that wasn't the last gift that God gave because a third gift that he gave me that evening was a spiritual gift. A spiritual gift is a divine enabling. In other words, it's like it's a little bit like a superpower that God gives to us. And he gives us this empowerment to be a difference maker. Now, if you happen to be with us last week, we introduced our series Maxim, which tells us that God made me, God made you in Jesus to be a difference maker. Now, I just want to pause for a second and ask you, how many of you were like me? You really had no idea what all God was giving to you the time that you received Jesus as your Savior. Okay, yep. How many of you knew that when you received Jesus that the Holy Spirit was going to indwell you? How many knew that you were going to get that night a spiritual gift that was given to you? How many know what that spiritual gift is? Now, we'll come back to that. And let me ask How many knew that Jesus was going to ask you to be baptized, that is, to profess that you had received him outwardly through believer's baptism? Well, that's exactly what Jesus does. And in fact, we're going to see that this weekend taking place in many people's lives. And if you have received Jesus, haven't been baptized with believer's baptism yet, well, we want to invite you to join in. You can do it today. You can sign up and uh, do it in the very near future. But that's an ask that Jesus has for you as well. Now, as we consider spiritual gift, and I can tell you, it was, it was a while before I actually opened this up and came to understand what this was. A spiritual gift is this um, God-given empowerment to be able to show his love, to build up the body of Christ, and to be a difference maker. I want us to see some of the things that the scripture tells us about that today. So if you happen to have a Bible with you, let's go over to Romans chapter 12 together. If you don't have a physical Bible, but you can uh, pull up a Bible app on your phone, Romans chapter 12. While we're turning there, the apostle Peter said this about a spiritual gift. He said, each of you should use whatever gift that is spiritual gift that you've received to serve others as faithful stewards of the grace of God in the various forms that it's been given to you. Romans 12, verse 6 tells us this, that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. These are a few of the spiritual gifts that God gives 
to us. And he wants us not to be ignorant. In fact, look at this verse of scripture together. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 says this. Now about spiritual gifts, brother, I do not want you to be, say it with me, yeah, ignorant. I don't want you to be uninformed about it. There are actually six amazing truths that every Christian should know about spiritual gifts. Let me just give them to you real quickly here. The first thing that every Christian should know about spiritual gifts is this. Is, it's that every Christian receives one of these. That is, everyone that's received Jesus receives at least one gift from God. Sometimes it's multiple gifts, but there are no exceptions to this. So if you have received Jesus, then you have received a spiritual gift. Second thing that every Christian should know is that it is God that determines, it's that God that gives us a gift, it's God that determines what gift we're being given. Every once in a while, you might start looking over at somebody else and going like, boy, I wish I had that gift. I, I wish I had that gift in there. And we have a little bit of gift envy going on. Hear this. God chose the perfect gift for you. And God, in his love and wisdom, gave you this spiritual gift so that you could be the greatest difference maker. Third thing that God wants us to know is that we are to develop our spiritual gifts. That is, nobody starts out as a 10. If your gift happens to be the gift of encouragement, nobody starts out as a 10 as an encourager. We need to develop them. In fact, an undeveloped spiritual gift can be dangerous. It can, also, it can almost become a weapon that we could use against other people. Number four, remember that I am accountable to use my gift in fact, you could say that it would be a sin not to use the gift that God has given to you. Fifth truth that every Christian needs to know is that without love, our gift is useless. Every single time in the scriptures that spiritual gifts are talked about and mentioned, there is, all, there is always connected with it the admonition that we need to use it with love and we need to be acting in love one toward another. And the last truth that every Christian needs to know about spiritual gifts is this, that my gift used brings joy. Your gift used will bring joy to you and it will bring joy to others. So let's just take a moment again and marvel that God has given to each and every one that has trusted Jesus the gift that is going to help them to be a difference maker. One of three of the amazing gifts that God has given. Do you know what yours is? Now, if you're not, if you're like, I'm not sure, like, how do you find that out? Let's do, let's, let's do this together. What we have done is if you use the QR code that we've given to you, you can um, scan that right now and you're going to see a tab on there that says spiritual gift assessment. Quickest way that you can begin to get into the ballpark about what is my spiritual gift is to take that assessment. And I encourage you to do that today. It will be a um, true discovery process. Now, once you have you know, found out, you got the assessment back, what my gift is, the second thing you want to do is you want to test drive it. You see, when we have a gift in a test form, it's just all theory. But if you 
will, um, in, your, in your church, in your churches, set yourself up to test and see if, in fact, that's your gift. What you'll discover really quickly as you begin to use it is either, yes, I can sense God in this, and other people around me affirm it as well, or no, I mean, however the tests seem to work out, that's not it, but be assured that God has given to you that gift. Wait that you can set up a test drive, so to speak, Again, just using the QR code, we want to help you to to really be that difference maker. So if you go and um, hit the tab, difference maker, then we will um, just try to invite you into an opportunity where you can see if this is going to be a good fit or if your gift is going to be able to be used in this area. We are not trying to find a job. We're not trying to fill any slots by doing something like this. What we are trying to do, though, is to be able to take God's people that have been given a gift by him and to be able to allow that gift to flourish. It'll cause the body of Jesus to grow and go, and it will cause you to grow in new ways in your faith as well. So give it that test drive. Something else, next week we've got our serve week that is coming up. And by joining in Serve Week, I'm pretty sure that you're going to find that your spiritual gift kicks into action as you um, involve yourself with that. Now, we've got opportunities for individuals. We've got individuals, of course, for couples and for families as well. You can use the QR code and just kind of look over some of those. But I'd encourage you to join in with us. We talk about our heart for people. In the message of Jesus, Serve Week gives us an avenue to be able to express it. We're actually able to go and to show love and to be able to share Jesus as we're going and being able to make an impact that way. Now, there's two questions that I want to use to kind of tie everything together, but at the same time, to activate us. The first question is this. Do you know? what your spiritual gift is. For example, my spiritual gifts are the gifts of encouragement, teaching, and leadership. Can you affirm those that you've seen? Like, I really do think that those are your gifts that way. If you don't know what yours are, the first step today, take that assessment, begin to interact with others to to determine, like, what is my gift? The second question, and truly this is the activator, it would be this, am I using my gift? Today, are you using the gift that God has given to you? If we go back to and think about the passage that dealt with some of the gifts here, remember what is said, if your gift is prophecy, then prophesy. If your gift is serving, then serve. If your gift is teaching, it says, then teach. If it's, to, if it's encouragement, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give. If it's leading, you get, the, you get the pattern here? Whatever your gift is, then we need to be using it. If we're in that place that we're actually not, I think the, the, the most sincere thing that we can do together is simply to go to Jesus and confess that and say, Jesus, I have not been using the gift that you've been giving to me, and I will. Jesus, yes, I will use this gift that you've given to me and use it in a way that truly becomes a difference-making force. We've been working on the idea of 
God's presentation to us, I have done something unique in your life. In fact, I have made you to be a difference maker. Today, we're learning this, the fact that we have been gifted to be a difference maker. You could say that we have been shaped to be a difference maker. When we take that word shape and break it out as an acrostic, the first letter S stands for spiritual gift. Now, the next letters, we're going to open up next week together, and I think you're going to discover in even a greater way just how much God has shaped you to be a difference maker. I think it's so intriguing. I think you're going to find it inspiring as well, so I hope that you're going to be able to join with us for that. As we consider these three gifts, the gift of eternal life, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the spiritual gift that God has given to us, God's message is clear, that we really do matter to him, that he is personally at work in each and every one of our lives. And as Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it to the full. Now, if you haven't received that gift of eternal life yet, I want to invite you today to do it. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gift of a spiritual gift all come at the time that we open ourselves up to the eternal life that God wants for us to have. Remember the words that we started with? The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And if you're ready to put your faith and trust in Jesus today, and I promise you, if you come forward, we will not leave you standing there. If you want to put your faith and trust in Jesus then I hope you will join with me in this prayer right now. Dear God, thank you for the gift of eternal life. That's amazing. And with the days that we're in right now, to have that promise in front of us, it truly does bring us peace. It brings us hope. And it gives us a confidence to live life out to the full. For our friends that today, Jesus, realize that you are the only solution for the sin that they have, that they have um, committed in their lives and their heart is repentant and turning toward you for your forgiveness and for the life that you offer. Even as they pray this prayer, Jesus, as best I understand everything that's been said, I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. And if that's your prayer, would you just lift a hand now you indicate that for us? Yeah, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus, for your saving grace. And thank you for the gifts that you have given to us. Lord, we are taking these and using them as you've intended for, for life and life to the full. To you be the glory. And everybody in agreement said, amen. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.